This is the Huskies Game Prep Podcast with your hosts, Sam Getzinger and Joey Erickson. Episode number three of the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. I'm Sam Getzinger. I'm Joey Erickson. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Episode number three, buddy. It's It's, been a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, it's been a wild ride so far. Uh, A lot of good guests and a a lot of good episodes so far. This one should be a good one as well. Uh, A few sports were in action, but uh, a lot of sports coming up here this weekend. So a lot of people are going to have to stay tuned for the the second half of this podcast because we're going to be rolling through all the upcoming games and schedules. A lot of stuff happening on the campus of St. Cloud State. It's really kind of the first weekend that uh, you know a lot of sports are taking place at the same time so it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, people should get out watch uh, them some Husky athletics because it's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, that's coming up later on in the podcast. I uh, should mention the rest of the podcast, our agenda for today. Obviously, we'll recap all of the action that happened this past week. We had men's soccer making their uh, Husky stadium debut in regular season play for the first time in program history. The volleyball team was over at the Seattle Pacific Tournament over on the West Coast, so we'll talk all about that. And then our guest for today, a fun conversation. I say it every week, but they're all fun. This is a, a really cool conversation with uh, goalkeeper for the St. Cloud State women's soccer team and Evie Cohn. So that's coming up a little bit later on here on the show. Yeah, she was a good one. I'm glad we had her on. She was uh, very well spoken and uh, she you know, she knew her stuff, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Has a real interesting story, has a lot of ties to St. Cloud. So this is uh, kind of truly home, uh, a home away from home for her. And uh, we obviously got into that and a little more about uh, their upcoming season. She's already got some time under her belt in net. She got to play out in Michigan in those two games and uh, she did pretty well from themselves. Offense just hasn't got quite going yet, but uh, they're excited. NSIC play coming up for them as well, and uh, it should be a good one. Yeah, so let's talk about what happened this past week, and we're going to touch on some big storylines that came out of St. Cloud State Athletics this past week as well. Uh, we mentioned the volleyball team. They were off at uh, on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Well, first it was Ellensburg, Washington, and then they went to Seattle. So it was kind of a two-day thing, four mm-hmm. matches in two days, uh, two in Ellensburg, two in Seattle. They started off uh, for the St. Cloud State volleyball team. They started off in Ellensburg. They did pretty well to start. They won their first match against Western Oregon. 3-1 win, and that's always got to build some confidence going into the first match of a tournament. And then from there, things kind of fell apart for St. Cloud State. Yeah, this was two days of double headers, so you had a game kind of early afternoon and then later that night. So they started off with a good win. Lindsey Rachel had 16 kills in that one. I believe added 10 digs. It was a good game really all around for the Huskies. And then later that night, they played Central Washington and they got shut out there. Those sets were pretty close, though. I believe no no set in that one was decided by, it was decided by less than five points yeah, in each uh, one. Yep. It, w- it was a really tightly contested match. The Huskies just couldn't get anything going their way offensively and, and they took a loss. So they were 1-1 one one after day one. Then the next day they had a really great opener against number 24 team in the country. Yeah, well, they, they, they did. It was the first ranked opponent mm-hmm. they faced this season, Simon Fraser University. Actually, not in this country, up in Canada. <laughs> and uh, a really good program. Talking with uh, Maddie Torvey and Allison Naughton last week. Everywhere they went, they, they seemed <laughs> to find Simon Fraser. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it before going into this week, and actually the overall record was split to a piece. Yeah. And, well, Simon Fraser picked up another one mm-hmm. after three straight sets. And uh, uh, another close match, uh, but St. Cloud drops uh, uh, their second 
second one in a row to a sweep. And then later on uh, in Seattle, day two was in Seattle. They took on the host team of the entire tournament in Seattle Pacific. And that was a, another sweep against St. Cloud State, 3 nothing there. That one was a little bit more lopsided towards SPU. So uh, one of the top teams in the country in our Huskies may be dropping a little bit. I but... Yeah, I think they, they're down to, uh, I think, 16 now. Okay. I, I think well, that's not really, too bad. I think they then. went back yeah. a couple of steps, yeah. Uh, you know, when you, you get beat three times, you, you, people take notice. And uh, so, and you know, the, the match is probably a lot more lopsided than they looked because yeah. they didn't win a set in, uh, you know, three out of the four matches. But they but, were right there and everything. Yeah, right? I, yeah. A lot of them went to, to extra points. So. Yeah, and you, when you think about it, it could just be, you know, one thing doesn't go your way and, and that decides the, the, the set. And a couple times that happened for them. So, you know, they only get out of there with one win, but I'm sure it was a, a fantastic experience, you know, getting to travel with uh, everybody out to the West Coast. I'm sure it was a lot of fun, even though you'd like to win as many games as possible, but it's it's still a good time, and uh, they get to come back home now, and then SIC plays coming up. So they got uh, a lot of good tests and a lot of good experience as well. I think they'll look back at uh, some of these losses and be like, you know, we're kind of glad we went through some of these growing pains early on in the season, and then get some of that uh, get some of those problems fixed. And I was talking with uh, head coach of the men's soccer team, Sean Holmes, this past week uh, prior to his home opener, which we'll touch on here in a little bit. And he kind of put it in perspective for me, which I think really applies to uh, a lot of other teams. Uh, really outside of the conference play, those other games, obviously they count towards the overall record, but the ones you really, really need to focus in on are those conference matches. And so far, St. Cloud State, the volleyball team, has not had a conference match yet. So this record coming after three straight losses is not the end of the world for them. Yeah, it doesn't mean a whole lot. And when you're thinking about the NSIC, one of the best teams in the division, you know, too, it's it, when at the end of the day, when uh, conference is over and they take a look at uh, you know who you beat and who you won uh, or who you lost to, uh, the conference games are going to play way more of a role to your national ranking than anything. So uh, you know, if you pick up some big wins against some really good teams, which you pretty much have an opportunity to upset a team in the NSIC almost every weekend with yeah. how great the competition is, you can uh, make some heavy waves uh, in the country, and I, I think they'll do that. They'll, they'll bounce back and on their horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about what's coming up next for them this weekend when they start conference play. That's coming up later on here on Episode 3 of the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. One other athletic team for St. Cloud State was in action this past weekend. Unfortunately, it was another loss, but it was a very exciting game for the St. Cloud State men's soccer program. Had their first ever regular season game in program history at Husky Stadium. They welcomed in Morningside College, a team out of the NAIA, and whatever level of soccer you're playing in if it's at the collegiate level there's there's a small margin of difference between each tier and, yeah. and we kind of saw it here yeah. I mean, NAIA Morningside look like they could have played at the Division One level. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about the game here in a little bit, but go ahead. Yeah, if you're playing collegiate athletics, you're good at your sport. I yes, don't care who yeah. you are. It doesn't matter what level. And, you know, they had the opportunity to go play at the next level. It might be a smaller school, but uh, they obviously made some waves. It was an exciting one. Good turnout at Husky Stadium under the lights for their first official home game. I know you were on the call for that one. Yeah. It seemed like a, a really good time. Score didn't go their way, but they, you know, they played tremendous in the second half, and, and you know, they started to figure things out. And Coach Holm, uh, Sean Holmes said, 
but you're just kind of tuning some things up because conference play is just right around the corner. And this game had an interesting circumstance to it. It was a 5-1 loss for Morningside. Morningside was able to put up five goals in 16 minutes from the 10-minute mark to the 26-minute mark. And uh, what happened in the fifth minute of the match, one of their top defensemen uh, starting out there, uh, Noah Kantorowicz, got a red card on... I'm not one to... <laughs> one to officiate because well one I've never played soccer uh, and I, I, I you can say I'm a casual fan I called mm-hmm. the game I called this game that you can watch back on uh, uh, the St. Cloud State Athletics YouTube page if you wanted to uh, it's up there but a, a red card on that uh, it was outside of the box looked to be a fast break uh, uh, Kantorowicz kind of got his hands on him spun him around a little bit uh, something you see uh, in hockey often yeah. on a fast break hey just let's let's take the penalty shot mm-hmm. uh, and, and then a red card came and, and you're you're on the man disadvantage for 85 minutes yeah the entirety of the game and that's hard to make up that's uh you know no penalty box in, in soccer you don't get to come out after two minutes and that puts you to big disadvantage and a big part of why they put up five rather quickly there in the first half but in the second half you know SCSU really stood their ground uh, defensively Morningside didn't get as many offensive opportunities didn't weren't able to put up a, a goal on the score sheet, but the Huskies were able to strike. Emmanuel yeah. Iwe, third goal of the season, kept his goal streak alive. Yeah, three, three straight goals. games yeah. for him as well. It was a beautiful little play. It was a nice through ball, and he, he raced for it, and the you know the keeper was coming out to, to try to cut it off, and he just made that one little touch with his right foot to kick it out of the way, and then he had a wide-open net. So, I mean, he had the, the, the entirety of it, and he's not going to make a mistake uh, with that ball. So, you know, they got on the board, weren't able to get anything after that, but it uh, it's nice to put a goal on the on the score sheet for in your first home game as a as a program, and uh, I think you got to be really excited about the 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 transition from the first half to the second half. Made a lot of adjustments and came back and played pretty well. And a big congratulations to sophomore Emmanuel Eway. He's really been one of the biggest standouts for this men's soccer team in their inaugural season. Talked about it, three goals in three games. Never mm-hmm. easy, even if it is your, your first year playing with a lot of guys you have not played a lot with. Uh, he's been very impressive to see. I think he just checked into that second half, like a couple of minutes before he <laughs> yeah. scored that goal, too. So he's a very fun uh, player mm-hmm. to watch. This team is a very fun team to watch as well. Just one downfall. Red card doesn't help. Uh, Coach Holmes said in his uh, post-game interview, uh, you know, I can handle a red card with five minutes left in the match and try to grind out from there. But grinding out 85 minutes, uh, who, who you, whoever you are is going to be tough. Yeah, you, you got to play a completely different style. Whatever game plan you kind of had going in is almost thrown out the window. You're like, now, all right, now we got to play a little more defensively, and you can't be as uh, aggressive as you want to. And uh, you know, kind kind of came back to hurt them, especially if it was you know not the best of calls. You're you're going to be a little bit upset. But uh, you know, that's how the the cookie. Cr- Crumbled, take a 5-1 loss, and you, you just learned from it, and uh, a big week coming up for them. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up later on the episode as well as we look to preview what's coming on this next week. I uh, want to give you a full scores reca- uh, recap. Morningside was able to put up two goals in two minutes, starting at the 10th minute with Moritz Lush out of Germany. And then Johannes Lang picked up a goal. Robin Thamala picked up two goals after that for Morningside. That was all in the first half. And then, as you mentioned, Emmanuel Eway. Some of the other numbers, Morningside outshot St. Cloud 17-10. to 10. Of course, not a lot of those were on goal. Uh, St. 
playing Cloud State, the net minder. They used all three. Dawson Fairchild got the start, and then Gabe uh, Steiner, and then it went over to Matt Janke. Uh, so that, that that's some good news, and that's something we knew was going to happen coming into this match for St. Cloud State. They were going to try to rotate a lot of new faces, and they were forced too early with the situation that were, they were in with Morningside. So it was nice to see a lot of new Huskies get their first uh, experience in regular season play at Husky Stadium. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're Coach Sean Holmes and you're playing some of these games that, like he said, you know, aren't the, the end-all be-all, get some guys in there, get them some experience. You know, they got a brand-new program. You want everybody to kind of get their feet wet. And and you can find out uh, maybe some stars you didn't think you had uh, coming, uh, you know, coming up in, in your next couple, uh, next couple of games. So it's uh, real exciting for them. Uh, hopefully they can get back on there. But, uh, you know, they made uh, four saves on the night uh, between all three uh, keepers. And... And uh, you just gotta you gotta limit the offensive chances, and maybe some of those just came because you know, you're down a man. So it was a tough go for them. Hopefully they can uh, right the ship coming up. So that's all the action that happened this past weekend for St. Cloud State Athletics. Volleyball had a, a tough time out in the West Coast, and, and the men's soccer team had a tough time here at Husky Stadium. Both teams looking to bounce back this upcoming weekend. Those aren't the only other storylines that came out of SCSU over the past weekend, however. The hockey team mm-hmm. made a lot of waves uh, this past week. And, of course, once you start brewing up St. Cloud State hockey news, that gets a lot of people pretty jacked for the season that's coming up. It's going, going to be a, a very fun season, to say the least. But uh, what came out just earlier this week, the NCHC preseason media poll, and guess who's at the top? The Huskies, baby. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah. That finished runner-up in the national championship game last mm. year uh, to UMass. And now they're taking that experience from the vast majority of the team that's back into this season. And, I mean, how could you not put them at at number one? Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much bringing everybody back as well. A lot of seniors are coming back to give it one more run. They finished with 21st place votes. They were the underdog last year. I think they were ranked like sixth in the preseason poll last year, and they ended up yeah. finishing. I believe yeah, they it may were. have been second or third. They were in the top three. I know that for sure. So it's it's pretty remarkable how it far was this second team... behind North Dakota. Okay. I mean, North Dakota top team in the yeah. country for most of the season last year. Yeah, yeah. that's what I think. So you know they're going to come in with a little bit more of a target on their back now. So every team is hunting them down. Duluth was uh, a, a second in the preseason poll, then North Dakota, and then you got uh, Denver are the top four in that preseason poll, rounded out by Nebraska-Omaha. Then you have uh, Miami, Ohio, yep. and Colorado College. Uh, the sixth team, Western Michigan, excuse me. I was There's a weird logo for Western Michigan on here. That's not the Western Michigan logo I know. <laughs> so I was very confused. I was like, what is it, the W? It looks like the Washington football team. Anyways, so Omaha... Western Michigan, Miami, and then must have done some rebranding they didn't tell you about. Yeah, I guess so. It stumbled me right there. Well, the Huskies (laughs) they they picked up twenty out of a possible Mm twenty-five first place votes, so that got them a total of one hundred and ninety-five points overall. And then, as you mentioned, UMD was right there with one hundred forty-three points, and North Dakota right next to them too with one hundred forty-two points. And and it's going to be a really fun season uh, that's going to come up here for the St. Cloud State men's hockey team. We're going to have some guests from that program join us as we get closer to homecoming with the U of M coming into town on October 16th. So once we get into the beginning part uh, of October, later part of September, you might want to really start paying attention to this podcast because we're going to have some, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, some some cool chats there. I, I know uh, Athletic Director of St. Cloud State University, Heather Weems, is going to be making a stop here on the podcast a little bit later on as well. Oh, yeah, and she you know she has all the dirt. She has all the dirt. She knows everything that's <laughs> going on. She's got the receipts. Yeah, uh, she, she knows what's going on. Yeah, so uh, somebody you definitely want to talk to and, uh, and get to know because uh, nothing gets past her that's for sure.
Well, I would like to say, I wouldn't like to say, well, let me rephrase this whole sentence here. The St. Cloud State men's hockey team was not done making headlines in preseason, in preseason polls Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Uh, The Huskies were able to send two players to the NCHC all conference preseason team. Mm -hmm. And those being? Yeah, Timmy Atnan. No surprise there, NCHC freshman of the year. And then. The big guy on defense, Nick Perbix. I mean, how can you not? I, I, you can make a you can make a point for a couple other guys to be on that team as well. Oh, easily. But uh, those two very well deserved. Not a big surprise there from uh, from Perbix and Mietnin after the years they had. Uh, you know, Nick, uh, he's going to be that guy on the back end. He's really really going to be you know. He's going to be kind of pushing this team forward. Plays with a great guy as well, Seamus Donahue. Yeah, you can't give, you can't talk about Perbix without Donahue. That's his D partner, and he's pretty good as well. I think he can make a case to be on this team. But there's so much great talent across the NCHC. The fact that St. Cloud State got two on there is just a big win. Yeah, no other team uh, no, in the conference. Yeah. I mean, that's North Dakota. That's UMD included. Mm-hmm. Uh, both star-studded cast, and uh, I mean, the whole conference is star-studded. Uh-huh. And to have two players on that preseason uh, all-conference team is, is very impressive. So big congratulations to Vietti and to Nick. Uh, I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking to Vietti, yeah. and I, I don't think you can find a, a guy who's more ready, more jacked up to go win another national champ or go go win their first one and get oh, back yeah. to that game. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's just he's so focused. He's so oh, focused. You everything, won't find a more focused guy. Yeah, yeah. He everything. You know. Oh, great job last weekend. You scored like uh, three. You know, two two three goals on nope. the weekend. It's not enough. It's not. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his answer. It's just. It's you know. That's and those are the guys you love to have on your team. They're never satisfied. With uh, you know the weekend, whatever whatever their stat line was, he's one of those guys, and he's going to be fun to watch for the next couple of years. Still and, so young. And to speak about Nick a little bit too, it, it's fun having a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. He's so laid back <laughs> on, on everything that he does, uh, but he still has that same mentality. Like we, our one goal mm-hmm. is to get back to that game, and then to do the job that we didn't get done. Yeah, and it's so fun to watch mm-hmm. him play too because he kind of plays with that laid back mentality as well, and just him growing up right down the road. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just a cool story to see all the hockey success that he's had. Yeah, you know, just so graceful on the ice. Uh, uh, a man that big, you wouldn't think would move so fluid, but uh, he's got some some great hands, and he's going to be a, a great veteran guy in that locker room for St. Cloud State this year. I think he's going to be a big leader for them. One of the guys that doesn't have a, an A or C on his chest, but I know when he speaks up that uh, guys yeah, are listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been around the program mm-hmm. enough to, to know what's going on, so he's a leader even without the letter. Uh, he was the second um, most voted on defenseman to join this all-conference preseason team behind Roddy Adderd, uh, and Adderd had the most votes out of anybody to get on the on this uh, on this preseason team. So big congratulations to Nick and to Ronnie and to the rest of the NCHC members that made this uh, this all-conference poll. Uh, we got another storyline coming out of St. Cloud State University that came out earlier this week, and it's the senior athletes of the year from last season and. I mean, th- th- there's no surprise. These senior athletes have put together phenomenal careers, and they put together phenomenal last seasons as well. Devin Fitzpatrick from the wrestling team and Maya Keating from the softball team. 
Oh, I mean, very well deserved. I, when you're anybody on uh, Husky wrestling, uh, you probably could have <laughs> gave it to us in their senior year. But I mean, imagine how many athletes you got to go through to even come up with this process to narrow it down to oh, just yeah. two. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't. I I don't want to be on that selection committee. Oh no, who's that's, ever that's to do too that. many. Yeah. I mean, you could give it to so many people, all yeah. deserving. Yeah, obviously wrestling. They win uh, their third national championship in a row. Is that correct? I believe it's their their back to back to back. Yes, it's three times and like five in the past six. I don't know. It's amazing how many there is. It four? Is it four? I don't know. They've won so many at this point. It's <laughs> honestly it's impressive. Try. It's starting to look like Tom Brady at some point yeah. here a little bit. Just can't keep him on all the fingers. Uh, but for F- um, Fitzpatrick, he's the ninth wrestler to win this Senior of the Year award, and he's wow. the sixth one to do it since 2015. That wrestling team, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pumping out products. It's just, they they almost. You can't really say they fly under the radar. Uh, it's like the Alabama of college wrestling <laughs> yeah. at the Division Two level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could put them up with a Division One program, and I'm sure they'd hold their own, no problem. I mean, you would have to think, right? Yeah. Some of these guys are just dogs. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're dogs, and and you know, some of these matches are aren't the aren't the closest things in the world. They, you know, they're out for they're out to to do their business, and they get it done more often times than not. And they did this year. And then you're talking about the other senior athlete of the year in Maya Keating for the mm-hmm. St. Cloud State softball team. She came back for another year after COVID nineteen canceled their uh, their spring season, and she's just a good one. She, she's a lefty. She was a slap hitter. She gets on base. She plays incredible defense. She was a second baseman, uh, a veteran leader on that team. Uh, so many, uh, you know, awards. We're talking about NSIC player of the you know the week, uh, and if our NSIC all academic member mm-hmm. as well. She's getting it done in the classroom. Just so many records she holds as well for St. Cloud State softball. Well, she ranks second all time in career hits and third in career at bats. Mm-hmm. And then this past year, 280 batting average, very impressive in the NSIC. 35 hits and 125 at bats. Second in the team in stolen bases with 16. Yeah, I, I ain't running that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that firsthand. Started all 44 games. Misses reliable for, for St. Cloud State. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, these two very deserving. Very deserving to win this award. Absolutely, and uh, congratulations to them on wonderful seasons. They, uh, you know, we talk about the Husky wrestling team finishing off with uh, a great national championship in St. Cloud State softball. They've been knocking on the door the past couple of years. They've made some deep runs in the yeah. NCAA. They weren't able to get it done, but they made a deep run. And uh, Mike Keating was part of that all tournament team in the NSIC in this uh, in her 2021 campaign. So great job by uh, Mike Keating and Devin Fitzpatrick. Congratulations to them. Can't wait to see where they go in their. Future, maybe there's um, still athletic future going on for them. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? You know, a lot of decisions. I, I mean, softball, softball season is coming up for a while, so we won't have a guest from that program mm-hmm. here for a little bit. But wrestling. Right around the corner, oh, yeah. and I think we got uh, one, maybe two lined up here. That, mm-hmm. That's going to be really fun to talk to you down the road. Uh, so, that, so that's uh, that's going to be another fun conversation. Speaking of fun conversations, we had one earlier in the week with uh, goalkeeper for the St. Cloud State women's soccer team and Evie Cohn. Why don't we just hop into that one? Let's right do now. it. Let's do it. <laughs> this is the Huskies Gate Prep Podcast. Hey, Huskies fans. 
make sure you download the new SESU Huskies app. Yes, you heard that right. There is a new SESU Huskies app. You can follow your favorite Husky athletic programs like you have never done before. I'm clicking through the app right now, and right on the homepage, I'm seeing the most recent stories from St. Cloud State. I'm seeing a schedule for every team. You can buy tickets on there. It even gives you interactive maps so you can know where to go when you come to a St. Cloud State athletic event. It also helps you figure out where to park as well. Parking, that's a big thing when you come to St. Cloud State University. Let me tell you what, this app has everything, and you can personalize it to follow whatever team or teams that you want to. If you want to follow St. Cloud State Baseball when that season comes around, a couple clicks on the app, boom, you know everything about the team, and that is the same for every single athletic program that St. Cloud State has to offer. So go download the new SESU Huskies app, and don't miss a beat on Husky Athletics. Let's get back to the podcast. Episode 3 of the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. Sam Getzinger, Joey Erickson here with you. And we are joined by another special guest here on the show. Uh, This time, it's our first representative from the St. Cloud State women's soccer team in goalkeeper Evie Cohn. Evie, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, This is uh, very exciting. We we talked to men's soccer, uh, Coach Holmes, and we've talked to him extensively. Mm -hmm. We've talked to uh, volleyball as well. And now we have a representative of women's soccer. Your guys' season is right underway and Evie you've been around this program for a while but uh, what we like to do with our with our guests we want to know what got them into the game of soccer now you're from the Stillwater area yep. uh, now West Lakeland I was telling you earlier I've never heard of West Lakeland before so uh, what, what kind of drove you to get into this game yeah so I've always been a very active um, person just like growing up my parents threw me into all kinds of different sports and then later on in elementary um I decided I wanted to start soccer. That was one that my parents never really put me in. And so I started that up and I loved it because it was just, like it just burned all my energy mm-hmm. and all that. And then I ended up wanting to be a goalkeeper mm-hmm. because nobody else did. And I was just very talkative and high energy. And so that's kind of how I got into my position as a goalkeeper. And then I started to move my way up into a more competitive team and ended up loving it. Love the competitive spirit and all that, and so yeah. Oh, very cool. And now, was it Stillwater the whole way? Is that is that uh, kind of in that region? Yeah, it yep. was. Okay, yep. very cool, very yeah. cool. And Joey, I, I know you wanted to touch on it in Stillwater. I mean, the ponies are no slouch. <laughs> yeah, I, they're pretty good in quite a few sports. That's for sure. You yeah. had quite the illustrious career at Stillwater High School. Yep. Uh, you got to play in a, a lot of big games. Even mm-hmm. got to play at the U.S. Bank Stadium. Just talk a little bit about your high school career and, and what that meant to you, and how fun it was as well. Yeah, I was on our uh, Stillwater varsity team all four years of high school and I was their starting goalkeeper all four years as well and so I loved um, Mike Huber and Dusty Dennis our coaches they were awesome coaches they always pushed us to be our best um, and in the ever since the start of my career there we were very competitive we always wanted to get to state we were close my freshman through junior year mm-hmm. and then finally my senior year we broke away and we were able to get to state and that was an awesome experience playing at US Bank Stadium and just having the crowd there and just yeah it was awesome so besides husky stadium is that one of the cooler venues you've you've played in yeah for yeah, sure i don't it was, doubt that it was really cool <laughs> yeah i don't doubt that at all and not a lot of people get that experience to play over at u.s bank stadium mm-hmm. uh, in, on something other than football right. so i mean st cloud state baseball played there a couple of years back i yeah. know you got to experience yep. that a little bit uh, it's always fun to play mm-hmm. 
different sports at, yeah. at a kind of a, a weird venue, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. You know, like the Winter Classic. You know, like at Target Field this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's something like that. And I'm sure just uh, I'm sure it was you were just in amazement of how right. big right. the 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 stadium was. Yeah, and a lot well, of things to look at. Also, with having it being so new as well, yeah. and just like mm-hmm. seeing it really only on TV with the Vikings playing mm-hmm. there, it was just very surreal. Like actually being down on the field mm-hmm. and using their locker rooms and all that. So a pretty strong high school career for <laughs> yeah. you going through. No, I mean, no surprise uh, with the program you come from and the level of play that uh, that you achieve. Now, growing up, mm-hmm. before you were growing up, uh, your family uh, has a lot of ties to St. Cloud State University. Can you kind of kind of give us the family tree with St. Cloud State? Yeah. So my parents are alum of St. Cloud, along with several of my aunts and uncles. And then a cousin of mine went to St. Cloud. And then my sister also just recently graduated from St. Cloud about two years ago now. And so it's just St. Cloud's always been Mm -hmm. in our family. And you could say I've kind of grew up being a Husky, always a Husky fan. So, yeah, it's really cool being able to be here and just having that family aspect. So no no other athletes in the family, though? You're just the only one? No, my parents (laughs) have always said they don't really know where the athleticism came from. I mean, my sister played uh, softball and, like, obviously my parents grew up playing sports. Mm-hmm. but nothing went into like the collegiate level so so did you kind of have a feeling that St. Cloud State is somewhere you would want to end up during your collegiate time yeah yeah I was kind of looking at several different schools and then Greta reached out to me and so I came on a visit and just like and I guess going into it it already felt like home and then just being on campus was that kind of that cliche of like yeah. you'll like it'll feel like home once you're there and it definitely did most definitely. And I'm yeah. sure walking around with your parents and stuff, oh, yeah. that's, where, that's where I used to be. That's where oh, we used yeah. to go. So, I mean, you kind of got the full experience. You probably got better than a, a normal tour with yeah. you because your parents know all the hot spots for sure. Oh, as well. yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, talking about uh, your college experience, you've been with this program for a while, but mm-hmm. about three years, going on your third year. Yep. But what, what's interesting that a lot of athletes are seeing now, you haven't been able to play too mm-hmm. much. Uh, 2019, you're on the roster. Yep. And then 2020, the season came to, came to a quick end. Right. Uh, no no action in 2020. So what was last year kind of like for you and the program? Yeah, it was very weird. Um, just coming in, not really... Like, for me, coming in my freshman year, there was mm-hmm. normalcy up until spring. And so just going into last fall, not having anything in, like, the normal area. And so it was just very up and down. We were practicing, and then we weren't able to practice. And so it was just kind of going with the flow. And then I think... Last year really helped us all kind of humble in our yeah. situation, yep. become humble and just be grateful for the game that we have. And just it really made us think that, like, you never know when it's going to be taken away. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think it's we've all grown a great appreciation for it now with COVID and everything. Were you able to be kind of in touch with the team and grow your skills uh, in that time yeah. off? Yeah, I mean, it did give us a chance to just – solely focus on practice and all that we were able to get a couple like games in in the Mm -hmm. spring which was Mm -hmm. nice but yeah it was a very odd time but yeah it definitely helped build our um, team, but still, it was just a very odd time. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet it was very, it was very difficult because yeah. I'm sure as an athlete, you're so used to routines. You're like, this right. is when I go to class, when I have practice, then we have games. This is what we do, right. and then it's just completely off the board now. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of just sitting around waiting for you know, the next time you can actually go practice or do this. I'm yeah. sure it was a lot tough, uh, a lot tougher on these athletes, mm-hmm. especially coming into school, especially the freshmen. It, it makes it made it that much harder to you, you know really mm-hmm. bond with the team, so to speak, right. because you couldn't maybe be together. 
and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's uh, it's uh, it was a tough time to enter college. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm glad that I was already in school mm-hmm. and it was just adapting at that point. But I can't imagine that was kind of that was kind of how you know college now. Right. It's a lot different. But luckily, we're, we're kind of getting back to uh, to uh, yeah. some some normalcy. Yeah. And uh, you had some fun uh, trips as well. Got to go to yeah. Michigan just a, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. weeks ago. So uh, how was that for the team? I'm sure a really fun time to, to bond with everybody right. and uh, and play some games mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it was a really good time for our team bonding wise. Like we got to stay in a hotel together and we haven't been able to do that since the 2019 season. So it was a really nice time for our team just to figure out who we are and get to know some people better with who you're staying with but yeah it was a good trip we didn't we didn't get the results we wanted but it was definitely a learning curve for us and it really helped us solidify what we needed to work on going into conference. So. And we've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks, especially last week with the volleyball team. They were in Michigan as well. Mm-hmm. Northern Michigan, Michigan Tech are no slouches right. in, in whatever <laughs> sport you want to play them in. So uh, to have a couple of close games like that is a good sign, especially after everything that happened last year mm-hmm. and the limited amount of action. Uh, you were able to start both of those mm-hmm. games and play the full 90. Uh, how good was that getting back onto the field? And what are some of your takeaways from your play? Yeah, it was just really nice being able to get back on the field and kind of hearing your name being called, mm-hmm. but also being able to see like the fans and just having that cheering section. But yeah, I think um, as a team, like we went out and played our first game, didn't get the results, but mm-hmm. we applied what we needed to fix going into the next game and we played a much better game, even though we still didn't come with the results we wanted to, but yeah. Well, the nice thing about coming uh, home after that Michigan trip, mm-hmm. you had a week to prepare for NSIC play, and yeah. uh, that's got to be fun conference play, returning to the campus of St. Cloud State this weekend, actually. Big game on Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, you got two, really. Yeah. And you got one on Sunday. So you open up with uh, the University of Mary and then Minot State, but you had that week off to kind of fix some things like you're talking about. What are some of those uh, you know, problems that you guys mm-hmm. uh, have addressed this past week, and uh, uh, what do you uh, expect out of the University of Mary and Minot this weekend? Yeah, so as a team, we've been really working on our speed of play especially in practice we want to play how we want to in a game and so just those quick decisions um, defensively we've been really working on having a comp- compact shaped and just working as a unit shifting as a unit especially winning those 50 50s out of the air those battles all that um, offensively our team has been really working hard on um combining in the type spaces and then also again the speed of play making those quick decisions and I think just overall, our team is really working hard to just break down our opponents and just really capitalize on our strengths against our opponents. NSIC play, always a lot of fun. Both of those mm-hmm. games this weekend will be on the NSIC network. Friday against Mary, and then you have a day off. And mm-hmm. then on Sunday, you play Minot State. And what I find interesting in uh, your guys' schedule, looking around NCAA soccer schedules, it's one game, and then it's a day off, mm-hmm. and then it's another game. Does that day off help a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we still practice and we watch film, and so I think um, as athletes, we have a, we usually have a quick turnaround, mm-hmm. and so it's we play that game Friday, and then we're instantly on to the next game, thinking what's next, how can we improve from the yeah. last game. Um, so Saturdays are usually focused right away on the next game, how can we improve from the last game, and then just focusing on what the team that we are playing, their strengths, and how we'll break them down. And I want to circle back a little bit, because in, in your first year, you kind of saw the inception of the St. Cloud State men's soccer mm-hmm. team come here to mm-hmm. campus, and now they've been around for a little bit, they're seeing their first bit of action this season. What is that bond between the men's soccer team and the women's soccer team been like? 
Yeah, I mean, it's been really cool just, like, seeing the whole thing, like, play on. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us have built great relationships with a bunch of the men's soccer team. And I think just having that other team that, like, we can connect on with the same things. And uh, our whole team went out to their last game and cheered them Mm -hmm. on. And we plan to do that going forward. But, yeah, we're excited to have them have their first season. That's very cool. We always support Huskies, support oh, yeah. Huskies. Uh, <laughs> it was very fun watching you guys. Good crowd on hand for St. Cloud State's home opener against Morningside. Uh, a couple more, and then we'll let you get on your way, Evie. Yeah, we wanted to talk uh, a little bit, maybe some personal goals for you this season, and then overall team goals, obviously. You're trying to win a national championship, right. but uh, obviously you got to take it one step at mm-hmm. a time. So uh, any personal goals for yourself and then for the team as a whole? Yeah, personal goals. Um, obviously, I would... My goal is to start the whole season and to get as many shutouts as possible. And then as a team, um, obviously we want to host NSIC playoffs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. get that top, those top four and then obviously go on into NCAA and just win. We want to mm-hmm. win. We're hungry for those wins. So. And, and we like to yeah. we want to see you guys win, and I yeah. think you guys have the potential to do that. So, Evie Cohen of the St. Cloud State Women's Soccer Team goalkeeper, thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck the rest of the season, and uh, we'll be excited for you, Mary and Minot, coming up this weekend. Again, you can watch those if you're unable to make it on the NSIC network, or you can get tickets to those matches on uh, SESU. Tickets.com. There we go. (laughs) Or the St. Cloud State Athletics Mm -hmm. app. You can do that over there as well. Evie, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of uh, of your week Mm -hmm. heading into this weekend. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Joey, let's uh, preview what's going on this weekend, including those women's soccer games. That's coming up on the other side here on the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. Husky fans, the wait is over. One of the best years in St. Cloud State Athletics history is upon us. And we got a brand spanking new website as well. SCSUtickets.com makes it easier than ever to watch your favorite Husky athletic teams live and in person. So you better go to SCSUtickets.com right now, purchase your season or single game tickets, and return to some of the best action in all of Minnesota. This is a year you don't want to miss. Once again, SCSUtickets.com. Go there to get those tickets today. Sam, have you done that yet? I, I bought every single one. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm not missing a single thing. Okay, well, if you're not going to miss a single thing, listeners can't miss a single thing either. So get yes. your seat, have fun, be there, be loud, go Huskies. Now back to the podcast. Great conversation there with goalkeeper for the St. Cloud State women's soccer team in Evie Cone. Uh, she's a good talent for St. Cloud State. Yeah, for uh, for a couple of times, uh, for a couple of years to come, I should say. Just uh, a redshirt freshman, and she already has some time under her belt. Got to play out there in Missi- uh, Michigan. Didn't get the results that they were hoping for, but uh, she was she was a lot of fun to have in here talking about her her story of her family ties to St. Cloud. No athletes in there, however. So she's the yeah. she's the first athlete. So she's she's special in her own right in the in the Cohen family. And uh, she is uh, I think she's going to be a really nice one to have for years to come. And uh, she's excited for NSIC play coming up as well. And she's from a little township. Uh, I was I was talking to her <laughs> yeah. about it. And the, the name of the township is kind of uh, evading me right now. West but Lakeland. West Lakeland. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I, I'm, I've lived in lived Minnesota here, yeah. every single year of my 22 year old life, and I feel 
like I had a good grasp on geography around here. No idea where that was. You know, there's a lot of townships here in the state oh, yeah, of Minnesota, yeah, yeah. and there's so many to learn. Uh, and I never, I've never heard of that until I got here, and I've been writing some news stories for the radio station here. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this happened at this township. I'm like, where is that? And it's like, it's like Wait Park or something like that. I'm like, why don't they just say Wait Park? It like, makes me <laughs> upset, but I get it. I, oh, you know, I, I definitely hey, understand because, because when you think about it, there's a lot of uh, you know, like fire stations or or police well, departments that have or the, the township one. So I, I get it in that. Well, down aspect. in my down in my neck of the woods so i'm from new prague minnesota mm-hmm. and just i like to call them suburbs surrounding okay. new prague minnesota you got about eight townships every single one has the same thing a church a ball field and a bar <laughs> every single one and then a couple of houses spring pretty close and then yeah. and then if you're on that but uh west lakeland had mm-hmm. to add that to 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 a new town i've learned here in minnesota mm-hmm. right next to stillwater so yeah, nice she, little area over there. Oh yeah, she went to Stillwater High School, had a great college career. She made a, a deep run her senior year. She career. talked about high school career. Yes, yes excuse me. She's making a great run in yeah, her college career is. right now. Yes, she is. But uh, made a deep run at a state tournament in her senior year that she was super excited about. Got to play at the U.S. Bank Stadium, which she talked about. I, I mean, I just can imagine just being on the field and you're just looking up and it's just oh, yeah. like, oh my god, I'm here. Oh, I had the opportunity. You know? I had the opportunity to call St. Cloud State baseball mm-hmm. uh, when they were taking on a couple of. A, a couple of games uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, that was back in 2019, uh, the later part of it, before mm-hmm. uh, COVID hit. And, I mean, I, I know it's a football field, but they turned it into a baseball field, probably better than some MLB <laughs> parks and just, just how cool that venue is. So we, we spent some time yeah. talking about that, obviously. Uh, of course, everybody in the state has some sort of ooh and off factor when it comes to U.S. Bank Stadium with how cool that place is. Uh, well, the, the soccer team. So Evie Cohen has played all 180 minutes so far. Is my math right? 90 plus 90? Yes, sir. Yes, so she's played all 180 minutes in goal for St. Cloud State, the women's soccer team, against Michigan Tech and Northern Michigan. And we, we touched on it. Those two Michigan teams, no slouches. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they took a lot away from from those those two uh, those two out-of-conference matches, and they're going to bring them in to this week. What do they got coming up? Yeah, two big NSIC opponents to open up their regular season in the conference play. So they got uh, University of Mary starting this Friday and that ball game is going to be at Husky Stadium 4 o'clock start for that one on Friday then they get a day off on Saturday, and then Sunday they take on the Beavers from Minot State right here at Husky Stadium as well. That game is set for noon on Sunday, so two NSIC opponents coming to St. Cloud State here, and uh, women's soccer to look for their first two wins on the year. That would be great to pick up two wins here, get back to 500, and kind of start fresh into the next yeah. week of play. Yep, and again, we talked about it earlier here on the show. the The conference schedule is where it all really comes into mm-hmm. comes into meaningful games. Mm-hmm. Not saying all games aren't meaningful, yeah. but uh, these ones mean a little <laughs> bit more if you want to make it onto the next level. And I know these gals have uh, have national championship aspirations, and th- they could get there if they continue to grow on this trend and keep learning from uh, all the games that they play in the weeks prior. But that game on Friday against you, Mary, at four o'clock. That's going to be at Husky Stadium. You can watch that on the NSIC network. So just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Type it in your old Google search or bookmark uh, it. Yeah, easy way to do that. <laughs> you can just look up St. Cloud State Women's Soccer, go to the schedule, 
Here's the little TV icon. Just click on it. It takes you oh, right yeah. to it. So, I, mean, uh, I mean, pretty much all these games from no matter what program it is going to be the NSIC network when you're talking about conference play. So you can go on SCSUHuskies.com, click on whatever team. You go find that little, you know, you find the opponent matchup. Mm-hmm. You click on it. It's going to take you to everything you need to know. And uh, usually they got uh, some, some, some broadcasters there talking about it too as well. So you get a little commentary yeah, along with yeah. the game. And uh, so that's great as uh, great as always. So NSIC network. Network is the is the place to be for all things really Husky athletics. Yeah, speaking of that network, you can watch their game on Sunday against Minot State, the Beavers, on the NSIC network as well. I remind you that game starts at noon, an earlier start time uh, for women's soccer against Minot State. Uh, that's over at Husky Stadium as well. And the volleyball team, we touched on uh, their uh, underwhelming by their standards, mm-hmm. their underwhelming tournament over at Seattle Pacific University. They're gonna have to. They're, they're gonna have an opportunity to redeem themselves coming up this weekend. Yeah, couple of games too against NSIC opponents, and really for the, you know, for the rest of the time here on the podcast, we're gonna be talking conference play. So we got the you know rivals coming to town and and whatnot. So volleyball, they got two games up for this uh, really upcoming week. So their first match is going to be against Wayne State College the Wildcats coming to town right here at Allenbeck Hall. Two p.m. start for that one on Saturday, and that's uh, that's a number five team in the country, Wayne State College, so that is mm-hmm. no slouch there, yeah. those Wildcats. And then later on in the week, it's really into next week, might as well touch on it. Yeah, yeah, Hopefully we yep. have the, the, the podcast out by then, maybe not, so just going to touch on it. You got uh, Bemidji State, that's going to be on the road, so that'll be the first NSIC opponent where they're going on the road, and they'll take on the Beavers of Bemidji State, and that game will be at 6pm, and that is going to be on Tuesday, September 21st. So, next week, but uh, definitely keep an eye on it, because it's coming rather quickly but that first one at home Saturday 2 p.m. at Halbeck Hall get your tickets SCSUtickets.com or you can watch it on the NSIC network yes you can get your tickets on the SCSU Huskies app as well yeah, hey, don't go forget check, about go that, check that, out that app mm-hmm. so yeah uh, both well all three of those those matchups will be on the NSIC network even the one in Bemidji coming up at the earlier parts of next week so Whatever way you can consume volleyball action, we encourage you to do so because this team is scary good, mm-hmm. very, very good. Oh yeah, they're they're going to come back with some vengeance. Uh, only winning one out of their four matches, you know they're upset. And uh, as Coach Bregelman said after the first weekend, there's still a lot of room for improvement, and they're already one of the highly uh, you, you know looked at teams in the country. So you're going to have to be careful. It's going to be dogfight every single game in oh, the yeah. SIC, and they got a tough one to start out against Wayne State. We, we joke about it. The SEC of mm-hmm. Division Two volleyball you, is you the NSIC. Line. You ain't lying, brother. They are definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of good competition. Mm-hmm. One other uh, athletic team is in action this upcoming weekend for St. Cloud State, and that is the men's soccer team. They open up their conference schedule. Mm-hmm. Sean Holmes looking to get his first win in the GLIAC. It is the great Lakes, Lakes Intercollegiate yes, yeah. Conference. There you Is go. That right? Yeah, I got it. Boy. Yeah, the GLIAC for sure. That's a fun one that to say. It is fun to say. Yeah, the NSIC doesn't have that. It doesn't. It, you can't get it quite off the tongue like the GLIAC. I don't think. <laughs> no, no, no. Dis, disrespect to the NSIC. We love it. The GLIAC is going to be really fun this year, and it's going to be a fun first conference opponent for St. Cloud State as well as they travel to Grand Rapids, Michigan. They're going to be traveling throughout all of the Midwest this season, and they take on Davenport Union. University. That game is on Friday at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a good one. 
You can watch that, uh, I believe. It's not on, on the NSIC on network the because network. obviously it's not the NSIC. Yeah. Where you can watch it, I did some research, I did some digging. Davenport University has their own athletic streaming site. Uh, okay. so, so it's kind of like the NSIC network. Mm. And, and to get to that best way, we've said it week in and week out with uh, mm. these other platforms. Just look up St. Cloud State University soccer, men's soccer, mm-hmm. go to the schedule, click on the TV icon. It will take you right to it. You oh, yeah. can watch it for free. We, so, yeah, we got you covered yep. on that part. So we make sure you can, and it's going to be a little different because they're not in the NSIC, but uh, we're, we're going to have you covered so you can watch some of your St. Cloud State men's soccer. It's going to be fun, first time for them. It's a first time for everything for this uh-huh. program. And so they'll be heading out to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hopefully they uh, come back with a couple wins. And then they have a, a travel day, mm-hmm. if you will, on Saturday, then on Sunday, they have their second ever conference match, and it's the first time they'll face off against Purdue University Northwest. That match is in Hammond, Indiana. That's going to start at 2.30. Now, this one is going to be a little tougher to watch. Uh, the streaming site for this match is Jed TV. You can find that on the Purdue University Northwest website, but that uh, that is a, a pay-per-view uh, okay. event, so right. so just to, to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes that's what universities have, uh, um, you know, seen that with like hockey TV. Yep. Sometimes you got to uh, puff up some money to watch your uh, your favorite team, uh, and you know maybe they have some sort of a little deal for you if you just want to watch <laughs> the one game. So uh, a little bit tougher yeah, to watch. Yeah, we'll let you but, do the yeah. research on that mm-hmm. one. But nonetheless, it should be very exciting for St. Cloud State to open up their conference play for the first time in program history. Davenport, Purdue University, Northwest, and then the list goes on week in and week out with a lot of tough competition and. And the NSIC, they, they, I mean, just simply they don't have a conference for, yeah. for men's soccer. There is a couple of typical NSIC teams like you, Mary, and Upper Iowa that are in the GLIAC, but there's not too many on this eastern side of the Midwest. So, mm-hmm. so that's why well, we're in the GLIAC. I mean, St. Cloud State is now the only, you know, Division only Division two, two yeah, that in has the a, state of Minnesota. In the state yeah. of Minnesota, and and part of the 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 reason to bring. Uh, men's soccer program in St. Cloud State was to really promote the game at the Division II level. And hopefully now we'll start seeing some more Division II programs. I mean, we think about NSIC, you got Duluth and, and you got other teams like Mankato. Maybe we'll start to see them pop mm-hmm. up with some programs. And then uh, maybe we see an NSIC have some men's soccer here and maybe yeah. five, ten years down the road. You never know. Never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. By that time, St. Cloud State's going to be primed and ready to roll to keep <laughs> yeah. on going. Oh, yeah. What we can say, I, I know Coach Holmes likes to make this joke, or at least he did on our first episode of the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. He's undefeated so far. Well, and he's not anymore, but if he's you th- undefeated, he's in undefeated conference in conference play. So I'm glad you're getting where I was going with that. So hopefully he can continue that uh, over this weekend. That's all the action that's coming up for this weekend for St. Cloud State Athletics. Again, volleyball's got action here inside of Hollenbeck Hall. They're going to be taking on Augustana and then Wayne State College, a couple of good tests. Women's soccer is at home as well. Men's soccer is on the road. Should mention again, volleyball taking on Bemidji State at the early part of next week on Tuesday uh, in Bemidji starting at 6 o'clock. So it's a full week. Mm-hmm. We're getting to that time of the year, Joey, where there's a lot of full weeks yeah, and I know. a lot of different sports. Yeah, it's exciting. I'll, yeah, I, I, I just it's, it's exciting to see multiple teams that are going to be playing kind of at the same time on the campus of St. Cloud State University. I think there's going to be a really nice buzz with a lot of fans coming back. Hey, let's fill Allenbeck Hall. Let's fill Husky Stadium because there's uh, a lot of great games this weekend that uh, you're not going to want to miss, and uh, it's just it's that time of the year. It just everything feels right. Uh, it, it's it's definitely the fall. This is kind of the mark mm. of 
fall, I feel yeah. like, with fall sports getting underway. So you don't want to miss any of the action. So, yeah, as you mentioned, you got to get your tickets. Come out here, enjoy some Husky yep. athletics. If you can't, watch on the NSIC network. Support the Huskies. Huskies will support you. Yeah, you're right. They'll give you some some fun uh, fun sporting events to watch. So again, SESUtickets.com. We encourage you to come to the campus of St. Cloud State University or get them at uh, the SESU Huskies app. You can get all the information you need to know about any athletic program here at St. Cloud State on that app as well. You can download it on whatever your app store is. I mean, you can find it anywhere. So we encourage you to do that, Joey. Been a lot of fun. Can't wait for episode four next week. I believe we're going to have a member of the cross country program ah, joining yeah, the show. Yeah, they got a big uh, yeah, uh, little meet coming up. A big up. meet coming up against yeah. uh, the U of M. So. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to find uh, out on next week's we'll, podcast. We'll leave, we'll leave it to yeah. next week. All right. For Joey Erickson, I'm mm-hmm. Sam Getzinger. It's been fun. We'll see you back here next week on the Huskies Game Prep Podcast.